Everybody, you're listening to another episode of Pokemon Go Says. This is the podcast for mid-July. I'm your host, Joe Boda, and with me today, as always, is Peter Samin. I evolved my Pidgey into a Pidgeotto. That's disgusting. You're <laughs> disgusting. I don't want you on this podcast anymore. You're oh. gonna, like, fucking talk like that. Like, goddamn... God you, damn! Have you been playing at all? No, I have not. I, I'm it's like, probably for the best. I'm so I'm so deep in it now, where that everyone else is playing it, and I'm like the last bastion of sanity on this goddamn <laughs> planet. And uh, yeah, no, I can't download it now. I'm I'm we're in the thick of it. I can't. I have to stand by. Anywhere, okay. Just within Garmin, and this isn't even going outside, just within the halls of Garmin, pretty much every time I go to walk to someone else's office, I see someone catching a Pokemon. Like, how? It's amazing. It's amazing. I I knew we had gone too far. As a society, I knew we had gone too far the minute that I started to listen to the Church of Laszlo, a local <laughs> alternative radio station in Kansas City. Yes. And they started to talk about it for like, it's like five to ten minutes. Yep. And they had no idea really what it was, which is forgivable given their demographic. But still, the fact, the fact that every podcast I listen to about seven different podcasts, each and every goddamn one of them. Like what? Where? What? Joe, it's there are more users on Pokemon Go than there are on Twitter now. What? Wait, are you for real? Yeah, it surpassed shit. Twitter two days ago. Like shit, dude. I just this is these are the levels of that we're talking about. That's how popular it is. And honestly, the I mean, it's kind of a morbid funny. I'm not like meaning like this is actually funny to me, but it took Nintendo this fucking long to realize the intense interest that people have for a mobile Pokemon game. Yep. And knowing them, <laughs> they're probably going to expand upon it. They're going to add more Pokemon. And that's probably going to be it. I don't honestly see this going any deeper. They've even said that themselves. They don't want to compete with their own handheld games. Exactly. And they said that they might add trading and maybe dueling. But they're not going to change the battle system, which, by the way, is kind of a joke. <laughs> Like, I think they can deepen the battle system without having to, like, have it direct one-to-one, you know? Yeah. Like, just so I don't have to keep... Well, I haven't done this yet, but 
attack. Like apparently, you just spamming attack seems to be the ideal strategy. Yep, you just spam it and you try to dodge, but you mostly spam. How has uh, stability been with you? It's gotten better with the most recent update, but it's still kind of rough. Um, the servers go down pretty frequently just because they're. I, I bet they're getting hammered. Just like I, 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 I can't imagine. I, I just imagine working there right now. They're probably feel like the entire office is on fire at all times. I'd like to see the traffic they're generating because, of course, there's always that initial spike uh, following release. But as of now, it's not lost a ton of momentum. I'm sure it's died down a little bit, but it still has to be incredible. No, I mean it's it's it hasn't peaked yet. It's still going up, as far as I can tell. Oh, it's still going up. I mean, they've been releasing analytics each day, mainly because it's increasing Nintendo's stock price, which, by the way, I sold my shares, and I made a hefty profit. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. no, so I'm looking at it right here. Nintendo shares jump 25%. Uh, this was three days ago, so I'm not sure if they've maybe stabilized since then. But uh, They went up another, like... Ten uh, percent today. I'm pretty sure. Fuck, dude. Like I'm which, just, which is a bummer because I sold mine the the other day. And now it's even higher. But I'm like, yeah, whatever. It still went up quite a bit. You know, I still made a hefty profit on it. Yeah, honestly, you did. I I would have sold mine like within two or three days of that this spike because you know it, it's not sustainable. It shouldn't be sustainable. We haven't seen this, seen it yet. This is unprecedented. This this was the most, um, what was it? The most traded that Nintendo stock has ever been since the 1980s. And that's saying something for a hundred year old company. Though I can't necessarily speak to how well they were being traded for before that. Yeah, I, I, I. We must go to the history books someday and figure we must, that out. Yeah, delve deep into their ledgers, try to cipher out what the fuck they were actually ever worth. But yeah, selling I've, cards. I finally figured out how Pokemon Go works. I mean, they don't. Was tell there any you. mystery? They don't tell you. The only way to figure it out is to either find it out through brute force or have someone else tell you, which is what happened. Amaryllis told me everything because she looked on. The the internet that told her so there are like there are like are there two currencies so to speak or there's there's a, a few systems there are i okay the currencies i'm not, i don't know which one it, i'm not sure how to really dictate what a currency is because there's candies and there's this like some sort of magic dust stuff. I can't remember what they call it, but it's like pixie dust or some shit. And then they have poke coins. Poke coins are the ones you buy with real money. And then the dust stuff and the candies you can use to power up or level up your Pokemon. Um, and then for the longest time I couldn't figure out, okay, I can just keep catching the same Pokemon over and over again. What do I do with them? Apparently you can send them to the professor and then he sends back more candy to you and you can use that candy to evolve your Pokemon, so I traded in all my Pidgeys to evolve my one of my Pidgeys into a Pidgeotto. Alright. Yeah, one thing I've been noticing from some people, too, is they're actually able to find, like, fully evolved Pokemon, which... Yes. I'm not high level enough yet, though. I, I, I haven't played it very much. I'm only level 6. 
which is not very high level. Um, mainly because I'm working. I have a life, which is of course. unfortunate. Yeah, you fucking kids and your if, fucking Pokemon. If I didn't have a life, I'd be playing way more. I'd be walking around, finding things. But but yeah, and then the, what they don't tell you is that if you go to a Pokestop, if you spin the coin that's in the Pokestop, which there's like a little coin that's like a logo that has like some sort of like image of what that place is. If you spin it enough, it doesn't happen immediately. You got to spin it for like a good five or ten seconds so like I spinned it one time without really realizing it and didn't spin it enough so I never got anything I was like oh this is weird but Amarillo said to keep doing it so I spun it a whole lot it gives you items if I had known that all the items that I was giving up by going through Pokestops and not spinning the coin ugh duh so much lost opportunity exactly you could be Pokey King right now yes and then the other thing they don't tell you is you can pick up the Pokeballs that you throw that you miss Oh, just what? When they're, on, when they're on the ground, you can tap them and you pick them back up. I thought that those were just lost Pokeballs, so... I mean, you would expect, like, as people have... As someone who has played the game, that's how that works. So you would think that... Yeah, that yeah. you surrender the Pokeball? Exactly. Yeah. This game does not follow any of the Pokemon rules. You can't level up your Pokemon. They just have these weird, like, CP or... Is it combat points? I can't remember. See, I don't even know. I saw CP, and I'm like, that yeah. is not a thing I'm familiar with. No, instead of levels, they're combat points, and you feed them candies to raise their combat points. Um, it's very odd, and you, there's since there's no leveling, there's no, like, the only restriction is to have enough candies to evolve your Pidgey or your, your Pokemon. So if I had enough candies, I could have evolved my Pidgey to a Pidgeotto, then to a Pidgeot immediately but I didn't have enough candy, so. Oh. Huh. Yeah, it's... It's the latest craze sweeping the nation. All of these people. Kids getting arrested. <laughs> it's really, it's it's really, like, weird. So, you know, of course, I haven't played it yet, or probably will ever, because I'm awful, and I'm stubborn. But just... It's kind of interesting because I kind of want to be like, eh, the game, you know, I'm a little down. Well, a lot of people are somewhat down on the game just from a game perspective. And then all at once, despite the fact that 95% of my, like, Facebook feed is just people gushing about Pokemon, now people are, like, now there's this weird backlash against people who aren't into the... It's weird because I only I only see one side of this. So apparently there are some people out there who are like, get a life, stop playing Pokemon and shit. And all I see are the Poke fanatics yeah. who are posting retaliatory shit to that. And I just like, it's I want to no, pull I, out the Jim Carrey gif of him <laughs> just being like, who are you talking to? Like, so, yeah, I think, I don't know. Honestly, anyone who's saying get a life can go, sh- go do, like, do your own thing go, then. Are you that, like... I th- it's just jealousy. They're just like, how can they have fun and not me have fun? How could they have fun doing yeah. their thing? Like, just do your thing then. Be be happy. Like, but it's a feedback loop. That's the fun part. Is like people say <laughs> stupid shit like that. It's like, okay, you're an idiot. And then other people start posting stuff like memes in response to that. And I'm like, what are we even doing? <laughs> like, my favorite thing so far has been that my manager, um tried it out today and he caught like a Pokemon while he was driving and I was like you're part of the problem <laughs> why are you <laughs> catching them? and then the guy that is above that manager w- came out 
like this was the day it came out and everyone was playing it. He walked into the hallway and said, anyone playing Pokemon can can uh, dust off their resumes because they're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a guy who worked in your office who was like, no, I'm too old for video games or something? There's oh, this, old, well, this was a long time not ago. Not my office. Actually, that was, that was a new hire that I talked to at one of the new hire events last year, and he was the same age as me. Oh, okay. I thought there was a guy who was like, no, a, this, a was, this was just a weird kid that was like, no, I'm not 18 anymore, so I can't play video games. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Wait, what? Yeah, it's like, why? I mean, if, if you feel less inclined, that's fine, but no one's telling you to. Uh, well, I'm sure everyone is like sick of hearing about Pokemon. Yeah, let's. I don't know. How about Katamari Damacy? I'm still tapping. I'm still tapping too. Where are you I'm, at? I'm disappointed, Joe. The items do not scale with your size at all. The the item which items like the, the uh, things you're rolling up. Like I'm at. Oh yeah, they don't. I'm at. I can't remember. I think I'm at like at a very large number. I'm at a very large number, and the dogs and cats and shit are still like comparable in size to my my Katamari. I'm like that doesn't make any sense. That should be a little tiny speck. Like that should not be that size. So it's like that until so two twenty is when it goes into the next stage from the garden to the streets. Okay. So I actually just changed. I got to my goal two twenty like actually like an hour ago, like on the bus home, and that's when now I'm in the streets. Now I'm rolling up cars and shit. <gasps> that's what I want. Um, yeah, I know. That's where we get. That's where we're going. Um, and. I'm just tapping. So, I mean, so there was an update that made a few adjustments. Um, I I don't know know the nitty gritty, but I also noticed so the music playing. So two yes. things. One, I could not turn off music. I did not know for the life of me. So apparently, at the bottom of the options uh, menu, there's a play button and a fast forward and a rewind button. And apparently, if you hit the play button, that stops the music. Oh. <laughs> now in now part 2 to this, you're didn't you say something like last week about how there was a song that was no longer playing that you wanted to play? Yes, but I, it came back and I was happy and then it went away again. So I the most recent update I got, I think so that's when there's a fast forward button now. So I think you can fast forward. You can skip songs and shit now, I think. Oh. This was this on is Android. In the options menu? Uh, yeah, the options and at the bottom of the menu, it's actually like okay, integrated. I see it, I yeah. see it right now. It's oh actually gosh. really easy to miss because it looks more like the menu than buttons themselves. Yeah, it in looks my like, opinion, looks like a design rather than actual because it's not part of the other buttons. Right, because the menu is designed as if they wanted to put more buttons in eventually, and then the bottom is just like an extension of the menu. It's weird, but. Okay, been, my Katamari is at 170 meters. Okay, or 170 meters. What's the number at the top left? Top is left. The top left of the screen, like oh, the state, the stage stuff. 101.3. Yeah, 101.3. So that's uh, so I I'm at 220. That's when it changes into oh. the next size looking stage. I'm so far away. I know it, it's it, so the pro pro strat, in my opinion, is when it seems feasible, get get to the next cousin, 
because oh, I always do that. Yeah. All, so cousins are powerful. They did some of the adjustments in the most recent update. Was uh, I think they like weakened it a bit, a little bit, or there was some mojo that is no longer as strong as it was, but it's still like the link is still strong enough that it's just much more viable getting new cousins. So that's my hot. That's my hot take. It's a great bathroom game. It's a great. I'm oh. gonna go take a shit now for like five hours and just tap. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot of this like aloe vera juice drink. I've is it, get it okay? In, is that how? Okay, I always always wondered how to say. Is that is it aloe? Is it aloe? Is it dude, aloe? Dude, I have no idea. I always I, thought I, it was I like just, aloe. I it might be. I I've, well, so I have no idea. No one says that word. No one actually I, says that. I have no idea. All I know is it's low cal and there's a lot of it. So I go pee a lot and I don't know what's in it, but it must be hydrating my fecal matter because I need to go to the bathroom a lot too. <laughs> hydrating your fecal And I just drank about a liter and a half of the shit right before we started this. So if you hear any oh like God. bathroom noises, it's because I'm peeing in the bottle. I'm glued to my seat. This shit's good. It's like crack, dude. I can't. Stop. It's so good. I guess I gotta check that shit out. It's alright. I, I see it at the store when I go shopping. It's okay. I like it with pulp, but I, I'm a pulp guy. Oh, I like pulp, pulp. pulp's good. Pulp's pulp is good, good in, in moderation. I don't want like a big chunk of pulp in my mouth or something. I mean, at that but... point, you're just eating fruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. I get, so. get, get one of those juicers and just eat the rinds and the pulp from the remnants just like our forefathers it's what america would have wanted but yeah so that's that's how i spend a lot of time at work i i tap i go to the bathroom i drink this juice drink oh man i go back to the bathroom but when i'm not at work i'm also playing the playstation 4 specifically the walking dead season (gasps) 2 i beat it you beat it? I beat it. What end? Okay, what ending did you get? So, How did okay. it end? Yeah, spoilers ahead, folks, if you give a shit at all. Um, so I, I I ended up going with Kenny to... God damn it. Everyone went with Kenny except for me. So and I what get did the you bad do? ending because what? apparently I'm, ba- I'm a bad y- friend, you, apparently. You walked into the snow? What did you do? What was your ending specifically? That's what it was. Nothing happened. I leave into the snow and that's the end. It's like nothing... Why Did, you, did they it? both die? Or it, what? It, it leaves it open. It le- leaves it open. It just you just leave, and then that's the end. Just there's no real ending. It's do you the leave with dumbest the, shit. Do you leave with the baby? Yeah. So you found. Oh man. But they're but, but like they're nothing both, fucking happens. Like it's the worst ending. So Kenny, but Kenny and uh, the other chick whose name I forgot, they're both fighting when you leave, or? Oh no 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 no! I sided against Kenny. See so. Let me discuss my experience with The Walking Dead Season 2 because it's a very interesting one. So, of all of the episodes, I think 4, in my opinion, was the best, which I'll get into in a second. But at the beginning, I was nice. I played nicely. I'm like, I am the last bastion of humanity in this world. I'm the last person who isn't a dick to everyone. And so when I met up with Kenny and the other group... I was I got I hated Kenny immediately because he's always agitated. He is always the squeaky wheel. 
everyone has these good ideas and he's always a dick and wants to rush into shit. And I got, yeah. so, you know, yeah. So I was like, totally like, Oh, I gotta get rid of Kenny. I gotta get rid of Kenny. I hate Kenny. I hate Kenny. And then sometime in episode four, um, he, I don't know. He wasn't as big of a dick or he didn't continue to be as big of a dick as he was before. He seemed fine. And more specifically, that Russian motherfucker. I hated him. <laughs> and so, you know, at, at the end of four, I was pretty fine with everybody. And then episode five was when I became Kenny. I was like, I'm what? so sick of all of you. You all of you motherfuckers are the worst. I just, I so that's the thing is I kind of didn't like season two. I decided I didn't like season two sometime in three in episode three. And over time, I just became less and less nice to everyone. And because I just wanted to be done. I was like, Kenny, I'm tired. Man. Fuck everybody. And that Russian little shit, I wanted to beat the shit out of him the whole time. Because it's like, I let you live. I didn't steal from you. And you're being a little shithead. And then, you know. uh, And it wasn't until the end I was just like I don't want to kill anybody and the other girl was just provoking Kenny like there came a point where everyone was just provoking Kenny like all the time okay so I'm wondering if maybe based on decisions I made that Kenny acts differently because in my at least when I played it Kenny was being a dick all the time and like he tried he was trying to hurt people in that last episode I was like no Kenny I'm not gonna let you hurt people we're gonna leave so yeah, that so he the only person he really ever like actively tried to hurt was the Russian dude, which I was totally okay with because the Russian dude sucked. But like, yeah, it was just one of these things where it's like everyone is always super argumentative, and the thing that I found with Kenny was if I was not a dick or if I was just kind of like chill, he was fine. And everyone else had no chill. And it's just like, that's why he's so angry all the time, you assholes. Like, just stop. Like, can we all stop fighting? Regardless. And then afterwards, after I chose not to shoot Kenny or, like, stop anyone after she provoked him, I we found the baby. And I'm like, you know what? I'm fine. I'm totally fine with this decision. Everyone... Everyone seemed to have a point to prove, and it was always that everyone else was trying to fuck over everyone else, and I was just sick of it. I'm sick of escalation. If yeah, it, I, I mean, I've been pretty clear. I wasn't very fond of this season either. The old, so my favorite part of the season was when you actually got to be Lee. Like that was the one part <laughs> that I liked a lot. And yeah. then when you went back to the regular game, I was like, God damn it! Can we just go back to that? <laughs> yeah. At the end, like, the core reason why I did not like season two, especially compared to season one, the two, the couple of big reasons. One, there's always escalation. Everyone is always at each other's throats all the time, and no one has any chill. That was my big issue, number one. 95% of the problems that ever arose was because someone was being a dick to somebody else, or someone was just not being smart. Exactly, and it just didn't it didn't feel as believable as the first season. Like, the second season, it was just like, I don't believe that people would be on edge at all times like this. 
Right. And Car- Car- Carver's whole situation, like, that was kind of, yeah, same boat. It's like, why is everyone such a monster? Why are we monsters? Like, we don't have to be. It wasn't... it. The first one was about dealing with zombies a lot more, I feel, and this one was about dealing with people, and I felt like I was just being dragged along for the ride. I felt like I had no agency. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I felt... Sorry to hijack this, but I felt when you play... Since you're playing as Clementine instead of Lee, you have... You're not as as strong of a character, and you can't really play as much of a role in what's actually happening. Yeah, and I mean, I I can kind of see what they were. If they, I think that some of that was intentional. You know, they even address it, which I'm kind of thankful for. But it just happened way too frequently. There was no downtime, and that's why episode four was my favorite. Especially my, one of my favorite scenes was when we were in like the Civil War museum looking around like it was just kind of this more light moment where everyone wasn't mean to each other and you could kind of look at stuff and Caroline or a court she would a uh, Clementine would give like a little exposition about things she saw and that's what I miss I felt like that happened a lot in the first one where we would look at something and be like man Things just went to shit, didn't they? And you would just like look around. There was not really that yeah. much of this in season two. Though maybe that's just because Clementine doesn't have that perspective as much because she was so young when it happened. Mm-hmm. Like Lee knows what it was like before and Clementine really doesn't know. Yeah. And, you know, of course, yeah, there's always there's plenty of like story and character reasons for a lot of this, but it didn't necessarily make a fun experience. Um, and yeah, and also, especially towards five, I felt like a lot of stuff started to fall apart in a way. There was like lines of dialogue dropped that didn't make sense to me. Like, um, again, I forget her name and I, it sucks that I keep forgetting her name, but the loner woman, uh, you know, when she left, I was kind of okay with it in episode four and then she came back and she's like are you like still mad at me and i'm like wait i was never mad we parted very amicably but all Mm. my dialogue options except for one i think were like you shouldn't have done that or i'm like i'm still mad at you and i'm like this is not how i feel yeah and yeah and i i chose to kill um uh becca and that was actually a mistake on my part I meant I sh- I meant to hit like circle, which was the other option of letting everyone know, and I chose not. I accidentally hit square and shot her, and I'm like, oh fuck, everyone's gonna be mad at me because they're not gonna know she turned. But everyone was like, no, yeah, no, I totally saw her turn. I'm like, you did? What? Yeah. Also, the Russian guy's at peace. I my god, I hate him so much. He stole my fucking car. <laughs> that was a, that was another thing that made me empathize with Kenny a little bit more is, like, he, despite being a dick, he was kind of, like, taking a leadership role and, like, at least was trying to make the best of it to some extent. And people were constantly, like, on his shit and, like, ready to hijack his shit. And it's just, like, I mean, like, what? Like, what? Does anyone really have a plan? I don't know. I I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just... I felt like, and this is kind of how I felt about Kenny in the first game, is that 
and kind of why I turned against them is that as much as I want to love Kenny, I really hate Kenny. Oh yeah. And, and I liked the ending of season one where Kenny dies because he had his <laughs> redemption. But then he all of a sudden appears in this one. And I was just like, why can't he just be dead? Like yeah. I liked him being dead. It made me happy that he got to like show that he wasn't an asshole. And then now he's back being an asshole again. Totally. Yeah. And again, he was like super irrational for most of season two. And I don't disagree with like hitting him a lot of the time. I guess it was just like, okay, his second partner just died. Like that sucks. Oh, he has this baby. Oh, the baby's mother died. It's like, this is a perfect match. Like he wants someone to care for. And it also was agitating because everyone was like, Kenny's losing it. He's going to go off the deep end. He's going to lose it. (laughs) And, you know, he he handled a lot of it a lot better than I thought he would. Like, when they argued about the car, he just got in and just screamed. Like, I was ready for him to just drive off. The fact that he was not the one in the middle of the night stealing the car from everyone was like, okay, now I can't trust anybody. The only person who is consistent with his behavior is Kenny. He gets angry if you make him angry. That's it. I know know how to treat him. I know how to deal with him. You guys now, though, are stealing shit, and you're siding with the Rusky, who's who's not been helpful at all, except for dragging us through the snow for long hours. Man. I feel like we made the exact opposite decisions. <laughs> we did. Well, and I looked at, at the end, you know, they break down your decisions. I was in the minority for a bit of it. In fact, I think the biggest minority. So this was fun. When we got to Wellington, me and Kenny and the baby, you had the option of go with Kenny it back into the wilderness, which that was a lame. And the fact that like they even said, oh, we can take two children, but not a dude. I'm sorry. What can the children do? The children are useless. Do you know how much food and effort it takes to raise a fucking baby? Like, that didn't make sense to me. How they would let Clementine and the baby in, but not Kenny, an able-bodied individual. But yeah, no, only 30% uh, stayed at the compound with the baby and watched Kenny walk off into the distance. I was one of that 30%. The other 70% said, nah, fuck food and shelter. We're going to go with a baby and Kenny back into the wilderness. <laughs> that didn't make sense to me, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's an inter- the game's interesting. I'm, I'm glad that I played it, but Jesus... I don't think I could do another one. Or they would it would have to be some exceptional quality shit for me to play a season three of this. I mean, it's coming. Is it? Have they, they announced it at E3. Oh fuck. Never mind. <laughs> I might play it anyway. We'll see. Once it gets onto a fire sale for five bucks, I'll definitely pick it up. That's what I always wait for. I'll wait for the yeah, I'll I mean if the reviews are good enough, I might join in. This one just felt like this one felt like it was tacked on. Like, they're like, we can make a second season, so let's make a second season. Oh, we don't know how to, like, treat these characters or anything. Or we don't know how to make this interesting compared to the last one because the zon- it's very similar to the actual Walking Dead TV show. Yeah. The first season is fucking exceptional, and then everyone hated season two because it got real boring. 
Yeah. I mean, my biggest thing is in my biggest thing is that the only parts of season two that I had any attachment to were the parts from season one. All the new characters I didn't care about at all. I liked Mike. Mike was probably my favorite character. And I don't think they didn't they didn't do enough with him, and that's a goddamn shame. Mike was the uh, black guy you met at Carver's compound. Remember him? I can't say I do. He was the guy who took off with Bonnie and the Rus uh or the Russian guy. Um He was with you for okay. episode three, I, four, five. I like him. He's he's fine. No, I, I mean he's not that memorable to me, I guess. I don't know. Well, exactly. No, he's not because so you meet him in episode I want to say 3 and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's Mike. He get, he's a dick when he doesn't get any sleep and he's a dick to you until like the second half of episode 3 when they're trying to break out. And then all of a sudden he's like he's cool, he's composed. He's never like antagonistic to anyone. And then in episode four, he has some dialogue in the Civil War Museum about the raccoons. He's like, how did I come to this? Yeah. I want to eat raccoons. But there was no character development. I don't know his backstory. There was never any backstory. He has a fucking scar on the left side of his face. No one ever talks about that. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, it's criminal. It's criminal that they gave Bonnie and a lot of these other people bigger backstories and never once, like, talked about Mike. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I feel like there wasn't the equivalent of, like, season one where you go through all these episodes um, just learning about, just having the bond between the characters. I didn't feel like there was that kind of a character bond in this season, in the second season. That's true, yeah. Like, I think they wanted to leave that more to the player, you know? But, I mean, when you, all you have to pick between is a, giant douche and a turd sandwich like yeah come on what what can i what can i honestly say like yeah just maybe it's just because i'm a dude but in the season one like you have like a man bond between lee and kenny going on you got like bro bond going on there's there yeah there's a bro i guess so i mean yeah i can kind of see that well i kind of felt that way with clementine and kenny like towards the end i'm like you know what he just fucking he's just tired he just wants to be a father again, but he can't because yeah. everyone he's ever loved dies and that sucks. And so I kind of had that. I'm like, I might not, Clementine might be a girl, but I understand the relationship that you kind of have with Kenny towards the end or in my particular yes. playthrough. And that, and that's, and that's why I think my playthrough was less fulfilling was because I turned against Kenny cause I was tired of his shit so I didn't have a bond with him at all at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Though you could kind of, yeah, and then the other girl, you know, she was introduced way too late, and maybe if they want to do the big sister thing, they kind of could, but she was in and out way too much for it to be, to ever take hold. There's no history, and she was introduced so late in the cycle. But yeah, that's the spoiler cast. I'll see you mm. next time with season three. I hope they learn for season three. I Yeah, I would like them to try to move away from some of the tropes. There was a lot of seemingly trope, tropish behavior. People who are always mean, people who are always nice, people who 
you know, just are shallow characters with not a lot to offer. No real, like, black and white. I mean, well, a lot more black and white was in season two. Yeah. But, yeah. So, there's that. Uh, Trying to think if there was anything big. Oh, I ordered Doom. Waiting for Doom to come in. Oh, wait for the PS4? Yeah, PS4. Okay, because I know that they patched the PC version to use that new Vulcan architecture, and apparently it boosts performance by like 30 to 40% on some cards. Wow, that's significant that's huge yeah no i just i just got the ps4 version um here's the thing though i bought it the day before prime day oh and then it went on sale (laughs) yep so but that's not necessarily the issue because you know i bought it for 40 bucks which isn't too bad and then amazon prime this prime sale was like we're selling it for 30 and i'm like well it's still not worth it to me because i don't have prime and i don't really need prime and the problem was though i think what that did was that caused them to have like a lot of orders come in at once because it's still being prepared for shipping yeah that definitely probably happened yeah like i ordered a few other things from different sellers and have gotten them in in it's and it's still sitting in that queue of like preparing to ship so i'm like thank you prime day yeah, I'm going to bet that the Prime subscribers get precedent over non-Prime subscribers, so they're probably like, oh, well, but this guy is a Prime subscriber, so we're going to do him first and just put Joe on the back queue. I mean, that's just, that's like every relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> um, Do this guy first and Joe's on the back burner. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be here. Uh, should have bought the subscription service. I should have. For the the relationship subscription service. <laughs> relationship. <laughs> Buy me nice shoes. Uh. But yeah, otherwise, uh, I have not been playing too much. What you've been playing? Anything else? Anything? I'm, I played some more Killzone. Oh boy! So, how's that going for you? Is it getting any better or worse? So, it got better, but I have to say, I was kind of for like the first few chapters, I was like thinking, how did this game review well? Like this game does not seem good but eventually it gets going and now I'm having a lot more fun I finally got to the level that they showed at E3 that's that city and it looks really awesome oh but the the two chapters before that like there's such a grind I was like what the hell is this there's like no music playing like it's super quiet and like and then I get into these encounters where everything's killing me from all sides what I think what I think it is is when you're in this cityscape, it's more like traditional kill zone where it's more like a corridor, um, or at least more straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's where kill zone kind of excels is when it's more limited in scope because um and this is something I was looking for in the settings, but the uh field of view in this game is very small for what they're expecting you to do. And kill zone two, because I like kill zone two, the field of view is also small, but it was not like a super open world um so it didn't need to be a wide open view um but Mm -hmm. the field of view in this one is so small and then most of the environments are huge and open and like they added like climbing and stuff which wasn't in the other ones like you can climb up stuff wait first first person climbing yeah which i would say right now the climbing sucks (laughs) 
<laughs> it's actually the ah, worst shit. part because you have no field of view. So I'm I'm like constantly having to look up and be like, where the hell am I going? I can't see where I'm going, and I have to kind of guess a lot. And I just find that a lot of times I get killed by something behind me because I can't turn around fast enough. It's like a metaphor for life. <laughs> but th- those that was in the first few chapters. But now that I'm in the city, it's been a lot more fun. So I'm hoping that the rest of the game will be better. But those first few chapters were kind of bad, I think. Like, I don't even know how those got in there. You mentioned that. Did it review well? I don't have the scores in front of me. It got like sevens and eights from what I remember. Okay. So So that's pretty good. That's not bad by any means. It's not bad, but yeah, that would be, um, that would be rent the, to use an antiquated term, rental. Yeah. That'd be a rental. Uh I'm actually glad you mentioned Field of View because I forgot one other game that I was playing or I I played. Oh. Or I tried to um Gone Home console edition. Oh, had you played the I PC tried. one? No, I had not. Um okay. so that's so the I, thing I is played I played it on I played it on PC when it first came out. I'm wondering how the console one compares. So I mean there was nothing like so, here's the thing. I already know the story. I just decided that I would experience Gone Home for myself because, you know, this was a big deal when it came out. Yeah. Dude, it's it's not unplayable in the sense of, like, frame rate or performance or crashing. It's not technically unplayable. <laughs> the, um... There is some really bad, like, momentum on the first person camera. Oh. Like holy shit. Like trying to hone in on something to interact with. Like I go past it like you have to hold down the stick for like half a second to a whole second before it reaches like top movement speed and then you let go of it and it takes like half a second to a whole second to stop. That's kind of weird, considering the PC one, like, was, I mean, it's by no means a Twitch game, but the PC one had mouse controls, so you had a very tight control of where exactly you were looking. Yeah, like, that's the thing. It was just, it was way too much. Like, it was, you know, it's clear that they're like, well, this is a leisurely game, so we don't need one-to-one, and I'm like, okay, I get that, but whew. It was it was way too bad, and on on top of that, like you know, consoles with first person shooters, they tend to do the like aim assist ever so subtly. Yeah. This one just straight sticks, which you know sounds good in theory until you're trying to move across like a section to turn around or something, and it just like sticks, kills your momentum for a half second. And then as you're holding down the stick, it realizes, oh, no, wait, you didn't want to lock onto that? Okay, we'll keep moving to the left. Man, that's that's, I just, that's so odd. I didn't, yeah, wow. Like, I made it through three rooms before I'm like, I can't do this anymore. This is way too, this, I, this is frustrating. This is frustrating to, because, you know, it's gone home. You want to, like, poke around in every nook yeah. and cranny. Yeah, that's the whole game. Exactly, and it's just it was taking me way too long. Like the video, the room with the uh, the TV and the videotapes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that took me a short eternity to get through because opening doors and like trying to lock on to shit. And oh, this door won't open all the way because I dropped a fucking pencil in front of it 
well, I need now I need to pick up the pencil, move <laughs> it, and then go back over the door, press X again. And that's the thing is I have to interact with like three different objects in this scenario where the door isn't opening. And just interacting with one is busy enough. Oh, Jesus, dude. I like, I thought about it. I'm like, do I care enough? Because I already know like what the game's about. Yeah. And I made a real like, I it, I looked inside myself for five minutes and it's like nope and I just deleted it. It's like I don't I can't not yeah. for another two hours. That's too bad, man. Maybe check out the PC version then. <laughs> Probably. I mean, at some point. That's the thing is that you know it was free on PlayStation Plus. So I'm like, well, I'll give it a try. I know it's only like three hours. It'll take a short afternoon, and I was just like, nope, I can't. I can't do this. I'm not a snob like that. I don't mind first-person games on consoles, but that one just controlled in a special kind of like, okay, this is way too casual. But, yeah. Speaking of spoiling stuff, I actually spoiled uh, Inside for myself. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I know it's it's like it is kind of awful, but I would... Here's the thing. Brad of GiantBomb.com... I love him to death. I agree with him more than I disagree. But I have come to find that when he says a game is good and one of his top 10 games of enter year here, (laughs) I immediately know that I am just going to be completely lukewarm on it. It was that way with Brothers. But I love Brothers, Joe. Brothers isn't ja. bad. I don't... Ja. It's my name now. Ja. No. It, ja. <laughs> brother, Brothers wasn't bad, but the degree to which he hyped it and the twist where you only use one stick or, excuse me, one side of the controller, like yeah. as novel as that was, that was not... I don't think that would have been enough to catapult that game. It was interesting, but not like the bestest thing ever. Um, the wit- yeah, wit- no, I'm I'm with you. I I like to give you shit about it though. Oh, I mean, and I I anticipate <laughs> I, it because a lot of people loved it. Um, yeah. And you know, the witness is a similar case where he does again. Brad does not like to say anything about these games because he's like, well, you know, like to say more would to be be to ruin it. And it's like I get that, but sometimes I need a little bit more information because otherwise I'm just going in on the hunch that we align. And the witness was the same way. The thing that the witness did was novel that you could interact with the environment outside of just the puzzles in this cool, interesting way. But it wasn't like a game changer. Like as someone who like thinks about video game design a lot, it was not like, oh my God, this is now like the best game of insert year here. Um, and inside was the same way that everyone's like, well, it's like limbo, but it's a little bit more refined and the story and the, and then it's just like, Oh, the twist is a, Oh my God, the twist. And I'm like, okay, so this is sounding a lot like brothers and the witness. Um, I'm just going to look this up because I've played limbo. I've played that game before. It's a a decent game. It's, it's, it's a fine game. Yeah. I don't, it, it it has a really cool aesthetic inside, you know, like it's going to take a little bit more to impress me. And by you telling me it's limbo again, does not do it for me and to say oh but the twist i looked up what the twist was and if you don't want it spoiled i'm not going to spoil it for you i i will probably never play this game it's like so here's the thing is there is really no definitive twist 
except you're inside the facility and you see like a vaginal kind of thing in a container and then at the mm. end you get like absorbed into this ball of like human mass and so this is the thing is there is actually no like concrete like this is the twist this is this is a game changer it's more so like oh is this a metaphor for sex <laughs> Am I a sperm? Am I trying to get into the facility? But that's hey, the they thing. Already did, they already did that. Res was all about being the <laughs> sperm. It's all about hardcore fucking. <laughs> but they sold the thing that you stick in a vagina. Oh my god! <laughs> I just can't. I can't operate. But that's. But so that's the thing. Is like that's like kind of what you can take away from it on like yeah. at first glance but there's also but it's open to interpretation some people are like well maybe the boy was being called to the facility and the mass of bodies was trying to escape or maybe the boy was an escaped like failed experiment trying to go back in and bust everyone out and they weren't looking they weren't looking to put him in the facility they were looking to put him back into the facility as if he escaped but there you know there's not a lot of like concrete detail to know for sure yeah and so that's the thing like you know it's just not i mean that's fine it's a that's a good story that's a good movie maybe but i'm not gonna you know it doesn't i don't know that doesn't blow me away yeah i'm more curious about how the puzzles are because like i find a lot of times with these sorts of games i just don't care about the story for me it's all about the puzzle like braid i i didn't care about the story in braid Oh I yeah, you, well, I know you love there it. There wasn't, there wasn't the so no, <laughs> I I had the same thing with Brad with Braid, where honestly everything about Braid was just like okay, okay. The music, I fucking love the music to death. The music, the music's very good. But the music's I, great. I'm not fond of the aesthetic. I don't know why. Maybe it's just the art yeah, style doesn't the, meld well with me. But the aesthetic feels very like I don't want to say like Microsoft Europe. Word art. <laughs> oh, well, I was just gonna say like they just dropped a bunch of like pre-made image. Stuff kind no, of like the only yeah. thing other than the music, the uh, the last level where you're saving air quotes the princess that's really the only thing that I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Yes, and I agree, it, that is pretty cool. And it's the same thing with brothers, too. It's just like, oh, well, most of the game's okay, it's just one part I really care about. So, yeah, no, I'll like level with you. I don't think Braid is a particularly good game, but I don't, you know, there's just those two moments that I really like, but. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I I heard about Inside. Apparently, the puzzles are easier than Limbo. Yeah. I guess if you could ever call any of, like, Limbo stuff puzzles. I mean, maybe the water sections were kind of puzzly, but... They always yeah. seem like very bite-sized things to do. Yeah, and that's how I understand Inside to be, so... It's it's really about the story and the aesthetic, honestly. I just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should check it out because I mean, I, honestly, I don't. I'm fine with being spoiled on the story front because I mean, IGN gave it a ten. Like that doesn't happen that often. Like it's an artsy piece. That's like, as I understand it, that's what it is. It's it's just art. It's just a cool thing. It's good that it exists. And it's probably worth your time considering that it's only like three hours long. But it's, for me personally, I just, it's like, no, I want a little bit more substantial stuff. Yeah. So. I haven't been feeling artsy lately, Joe. 
You haven't? Why not? No, I've been. I don't know. I just. I've been wanting more shoot 'em up type stuff. That's why I was playing Killzone. <laughs> oh, oh, and today, earlier today, I played some Splatoon. Like I just wanted to get in there, you know, paint some shit. Well, they're getting. Some... They're taking down the. Uh, or they're not no longer doing the. Um, Splatfest. Splatfest. So There's yeah, one now's more the time. Splatfest. There's one never more. been a better time to be a kid or a squid. Oh yeah, totally. I like how some people are surprised. It's like, oh, they're done? It's only been a year. And it's like, guys, this is Nintendo. This is literally every online game they've ever put out. The fact that it's made it a year is surprising. <laughs> not I mean, not you, that it's ending after a year. Yeah, you'll still be able to play online. They're just not going to have these planned... Like, these aren't right. just, like, random events. Like, they plan these out. They make art for them. Like, they make custom items for these events. Like, there's work that goes into them. I wonder if they do a Splatoon, when they do a Splatoon 2, if they're going to adopt the uh, model of, you know, paid content. Because they could do that with a game like that. DLC and shit, or not necessarily DLC, but microtransactions of, like, what they did with, you know, PlayStation Home of, oh, yeah, we're spawned, we have uh, this particular IP that's involved with this, uh, you know, game, like SpongeBob. You know, oh, yeah. buy your buy your SpongeBob face mask thing. I don't know. I I could see them doing that. What, what I'd like to see is, um, because you see how like with Splatoon they only did one year of Splatfest. Maybe they could have like seasons, kind of like a Blizzard game would on PC, where like, well, this was the first season of Splatfest. If you want to do the second season, you chip in a few bucks because we have to make the content for it. And then you just get that next season, and you have more Splatfest events to go to. Yeah, I yeah, I think the the obvious hang up is Nintendo has never really been about like supporting stuff for a very long time uh, post release. No, but they're they're still new to this. I mean, Mario Kart was basically the first game that they had that had DLC at all. So right. just going f- from a few years ago, they've made some great strides with like Splatoon has had compared to past games has had marvelous support from Nintendo. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it's the hope that they continue moving in this direction. It's, but they do it at a very sluggish pace. The fact that online play or the online infrastructure of Nintendo has only recently gotten okay, you know, Nintendo classic games notwithstanding uh, from carrying over from platform to platform otherwise but yeah so uh, yeah no I've been I've been artsy right now but that's just because I like quick shit I want to get through stuff real quick now um yeah uh, unless you got anything else you've been playing now we can move on to news news that's it. That's all I've been playing. Well, my roommate Evan has been playing a lot of um, Rocket League, and I've been watching him. He's a lot better than than me and you. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Uh, well, so some news did come out uh, today of all days. Uh, Ninten- uh, speaking of Nintendo getting stuff right, they're releasing a classic NES Mini. Um. Yeah comes with 30 games going to be $60 it's small it can't actually use NES cartridges but it can use games that you download from the uh, Nintendo store the eShop 
as I understand yeah. it. It comes preloaded with 30 when you purchase it. Yep. The, uh, weird, the weird thing, though, is that there are games on it that have not been released on the eShop yet. So people are speculating whether that is they're holding them there so that people will buy this thing or if they'll come to the eShop once this launches mm-hmm. or what? Yeah, I don't I don't know what if you know. I mean, like, so Final Fantasy was one of those on there. I'm not actually sure if that was ever on the eShop. I don't know. It was interesting, though. People were listing off some of the games like, oh, yeah, no, this is a definite buy for me. And one guy listed, oh, yeah, the first Final Fantasy is on there. This is great. And I'm like, have you played the first Final Fantasy on NES? It's, it's like... The worst it, version. <laughs> it's like it's like the Metal Gear uh, conundrum where there were two rela- uh, two kind of versions that exist in parody or parallel with each other. And the NES one is, like, demonstrably worse. It's like, yeah. I can't even go back to it. With the patience that I have, I cannot, like, deal. It's not worth my time. Wasn't that PSP remake pretty good for it? I can't even remember now. Uh, Honestly, everything, like, past the NES version was fucking fantastic. So, like, I mean, it only got better. It only yeah. got easier. But, honestly, the first one was so difficult to begin with that it's, like... Why even bother? Yeah. It was that it was the kind of game where like if you attacked something and it died before you could attack it, you would just attack the air. And it'd be like, fuck oh, wow. you. And that was not a fun time when you're battling like nine enemies. Because then now you have eight enemies that are going to attack you. What I find interesting about this is and, and it's kind of funny because I was showing this to some people around the office. And there's like, oh man, this is so cool. They're like, oh man, I love these games. I might buy this, blah, blah, blah. Because they're old. They're, I mean, not that we don't have these memories from our childhood, but they're actually of the generation. They're like in their 30s. So they kind of grew up with it more so than we did. Mm-hmm. But the funny part was one of my managers was just like, so wait, how old were you when the NES came out? And I was like, negative 10? <laughs> negative 10? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh shit, I forgot. Oh, boy. We that young. <laughs> It's a weird thing to think about, though. The the popularity of some stuff, uh, you know, just c- coming back in a big way. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, where were you? This is great. And I'm like, uh, I wasn't anywhere because I didn't exist yet. Exactly. What I thought was odd, though, is it is small, but it could be way smaller. Like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of empty space in that thing. Like, it could, like the NES is so... Uh, like, it's... To, powering an NES is so easy now. Like they could make like a tiny little like Arduino thing that plays NES games. So I don't, I'm not sure why this thing. I mean, it's small, but it's not like like the the PlayStation TV is smaller than this thing, and that thing is a Vita. You know? Yeah. So I'm, so I'm not sure why it's the size it is. Maybe they maybe they did, they probably did some market research about like oh it's the perfect size to appeal to the masses or something. So. So, yeah, someone was like, yeah, it'd be so great if this could play the old cartridges. And then well, they like said that offhandedly in their comment. And then they came back like an hour later, edited the comment and said, oh, it can't do that because it's so small. It like cannot. <laughs> it's the cartridge like area is actually larger or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's 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 cool that Nintendo is finally getting into the plug in and play. Uh, business model. Totally. What yeah, I'm more interested in, now. though, what I'm more interested in, though, is those NES controllers, because these will be the first NES controllers that they've really produced in a long time, 
and they're not like they're not classic NES controllers like they don't have the old port they have the port that's on the bottom of the Wii remote mm-hmm. so, so I'm wondering if someone will make an adapter for it so you can plug into a PC and have a modern day NES controller because I know the only other option is to have an old one which the buttons are probably worn out on or buy a third party one which those ones usually suck honestly I mean the simpler a controller gets the better the third party analog like I have the Super NES Retro Link, which is actually, I think it's good. But yeah, no, I'm. If only Nintendo had done USBs for yeah. the Wii U. If only they had done that, that would there there would then there would be no question as you, to adaption. You know how Nintendo loves their proprietary connectors, though. Oh yes, oh yes, I do. I I know all about their connectors and <laughs> the proprietary propriety of it all the male male and the female ends of the connectors coming together as one but no male to male or female to female that's no Nintendo does not Nintendo does not approve of that Nintendo is a very conservative buttoned up company they do not approve of such connections (laughs) um uh you know, and then of course with that, uh, Pokemon Go jumped Nintendo's shares twenty five percent. It's kind of a big deal. I had a payday. Um, had a payday. Yeah, S- small, small, small payday. Well, or big payday. Don't know how big your shares were. I. It was only a few hundred dollars because I was being conservative. Like now, nah, I wish I had put like thousands in there. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty. Do you have to pay taxes on that? Uh, only so I it. So the the account I did it for was my retirement account, so I don't have to pay taxes for it until I retire. Oh boy, I can't can't wait to do taxes this year. <laughs> all this equity and shit just end it all. Well, speaking of big payouts, uh, Summer Games Done Quick uh, 2016 ended last weekend and raised just shy of 1.3 million dollars. Oh boy. Which is tremendous because I remember I want to say it was about two years ago that they like one guy forecasted a million dollars and everyone was like, Shut the hell up, you fucking idiot. And they reached a, th- a million dollars that year, so you know, it was uh it came as a surprise to everyone. Um yeah, I, I just started to kinda like mosey through they, they got the recording shit up a lot faster than last year. Last year was an absolute shit show of, like, zero editing. Let's just take it raw. And, of course, as you can expect, that was not a fun time. Uh, but, no, they, it seems within the day of them finishing, they had already uh, done some post-editing on all of their videos, and they're all up, and they even numbered them correctly oh so now there won't be any issues of you going through the weird japanese games done quick segment and then all of a sudden jump to something like call of duty uh which you know it's refinement is always welcome uh yeah that's uh that's let me peek at what you've put on here. You've put nothing on here. Great. So then also Evolve went free to play, which means I might actually try that game. I put nothing on here. I'm sorry. You put something on here, which yeah. I we already covered. Oh, I have one hot scoop, though. Ah, shit. What's your hot scoop? From one Jeff Gerstman. 
Oh no! What if, what if the tiny Nintendo was also an amiibo? Imagine. I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Then I'd have to buy one. I mean, I feel at some point you're going to. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I don't, don't actually buy everything know. unless it's an amiibo. Then I then I buy it. That's true. I mean, I feel like the value. Well, that's. You know what? That's true. With as much of the shit that's come out on the Wii U that I would buy that you haven't, I think. Yeah, no, you're right. You probably wouldn't buy the Mini. I actually, no, fuck it. I have a computer. Why would I buy the Mini? This that's is what I, bullshit. That's why I was saying I was. That's why I was saying I was more interested in the controller because I can emulate it on my PC, but have a better controller than like an Xbox controller. I will. I will say. I will stand by my belief. I think. I think. Uh, Retrolink is worth uh, is a worthy investment. Probably, but I I just like the official Nintendo stuff. You know, I'm an official man. I need that Nintendo seal of quality. Oh yeah, well you know they Nintendo makes good shit. Uh. uh anything else? Anything else uh, going on? Uh, apparently PewDiePie got paid to <laughs> paid to speak more favorably of Shadow of Mordor two years ago. Oh no! And they've deemed that to be illegal. Oh wait, they've deemed this to be illegal. Yeah, apparently it w- they it was supposed to be they they were supposed to put in the videos. Hey, this is you know paid promotional content from WB but they only put that in the description of the video, not in the actual video. So now legally, if they pay someone to like a pay an influencer to be positive on a game, um, then they have to put the disclaimer in the video, not just in the description of the video. So who's getting slapped, slapped with this? Is it the, is it PewDiePie is getting in trouble for this? No, Warner brothers is cause okay. it, I guess it's their responsibility. Hmm, I didn't know there were like rules like that. I thought it was pretty much fair game as far as it go as far as it goes with like promoting and paying. I thought so too. Shit. I thought so too, but yeah, I guess this I don't know if this is setting a precedent or if this is just uh, enforcing an old precedent. I have no idea. Is there any like payout that we know of? Like what who who is charging against what? I who is no, getting in who is the uh I don't know. Plant, plaintiff in all of this? I'm not really sure. I uh, just heard this on a podcast, and yeah, I heard it on uh, the Tested podcast. Hmm. Oh yeah. I was that the one from today, or yeah, the most the most recent one. Okay, I still need to listen to that, but hmm. Hmm. Um, scrolling through. If there's anything else, um. I see nothing. Nothing uh, worth mentioning. They're making a Walking Dead board game. The fact that that doesn't exist yet is actually more surprising than the fact that it is existing now. <laughs> actually, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> There's already like zombie-based hor- or, uh, board games. Like um, I think it was Dead of Winter. Hmm. That's a People speak highly of that one. Legendary Pictures is in negotiations with Nintendo for a Pokemon Go movie. That sounds awful. 
<laughs> I, I never want to hear about this again. I was going to say, there's already been, what, 12 or 15 Pokemon movies? Yeah. No, like, this one is just... I don't... I can't even pitch a good... I, I can't. I can't pitch good. All right. I think we've lost steam. I think the train is coming into the station. Okay. You're... Oh shit! It's gone past the station. No god! It's off the rails. We didn't put we didn't put tracks over there. Fuck! You've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamer Say. You can find us at the following places with the following tags written in the descriptions. Find us on Twitter. Friend us on PlayStation Network. Find Peter on Xbox Live and the Nintendo Something Something Online Network. I've lost track. They 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 change it like every six months. So I know, right? I have, I have no idea what it's called anymore. They <laughs> change their name like a girl changes clothes. Um, yeah, visit our website zucchinithumbs.com. There you'll find a link to our YouTube channel that we don't really do anything with, but also more importantly, our iTunes channel where you can subscribe and review us. Also, send us emails zucchinithumbs at gmail.com. We don't really check them, so don't bother. Uh, with that being said, uh, thank you very much for listening. And have a wonderful weekend, I guess. Bye, everybody.